Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Talk Mystical to Me podcast. I am Randina Marie. And I'm Kaylee Alexa. And we are the mother-daughter duo here to help you on your journey of enlightenment. <laughs> we got Rosie in the background who also wants to be heard. She's <laughs> hiding her ball, so we have no choice but to stop everything that we're doing and play and get it for her. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so today we are just going to kind of go with the flow and see what comes up for us to talk about. It's pretty suiting because today in our manifesting challenge is the sacral chakra and we're doing the divine feminine energy, that divine feminine flow, allowing yourself to receive your desires and it's, it's a manifesting hack. So what do you feel like we should talk about? Great question. <laughs> um, trusting, oh, overcoming adversity through trusting, mm-hmm. even when you don't really want to. Have we talked about that before? I'm sure. It's, just, it's a different conversation, even if it's the same topic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were doing our manifesting challenge, so we had to take two weeks off. Mm-hmm. And now we're back, and it's... Today's the last day, so... Today's the last day. How are you feeling about that? So good. Like, good. Yeah, it you killed good. it. I know. It was I so loved good. it. Yeah, I had a good time, It was too. fun to see you live every day again and in the group. And yeah. Talking to people again. I love manifesting the things that I that are symbols for them to manifest. Yeah. Because I'll see them literally within seconds. I know. It's crazy, too. I love it. Because it's like, I love, I love manifesting and I love... When you think of something and then it just like comes into Happens. form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I know. It's fun. And you know Butterfly. that. Butterfly. <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> you know you're in that synchronistic divine feminine alignment flow when things happen quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They happen fast. I wish I would have known about divine feminine energies when I was younger. Oh, I know. Well, I was young enough. But this is the thing. The thing. Hello? When you're even when you're young and you hear about it, you don't. It's like a, a process of embodying it. Like you hear it, and it's like okay, and you keep going through your life and having different experiences, and then you're like, oh, I feel like I was it when I was young, like really young. I was always in the flow of nature. It's where I wanted to be every day. I was always outside barefoot, playing in the mountains behind my house, yeah, with the animals and the bugs and doing daring life threatening experiences. Daring? Wow. Life-threatening. Yeah, running through a sea of rattlesnakes because it was a shortcut to school. Yellow. (laughs) I remember I was standing at the edge of the mountain and I was like with my little sister. And this is probably... If I had to do it over again, I would never do it, obviously, knowing what I know. Well, your frontal lobe is fully developed now. Yeah. Well, we were late to school. We would have been on time if we go the shortcut, which the shortcut, it was like right before summer break. So it was warm. Oh, they were out. They were out. Babies were out. They were out, out. And there was a trail through the mountain to take like a mile off of our walk to school. It's like, I feel like I'm that parent that's like, 
had to walk five miles to school in the in snow, the barefoot. No, no shoes. My mom used to say that to me, but Just I believed shirt. her. <laughs> <laughs> because Something of her tells life me she experience. was right. Yep. She may have had to do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it, I remember standing there with my little sister, and we both had our little backpacks on. She had her hair in pigtails, and I just had like a half ponytail. And I look at the pathway, and you can hear the rattlesnakes. And I look at the direction that's going to take us the longest way to get to school, and I look at her, and she's like, do it. (laughs) She's three years younger than me, so I probably was like eight. So she was five. She was a kindergartner. Yeah. So I had to walk her to class before I went to school, before I went to class. And... I just was like, let's go. And we just like booked it so fast. And you could hear all the rattlesnake. Yeah. You know, everywhere. Really we got to the other side and we were like so happy and laughing. <clears throat> Excuse me. And laughing and just like hysterically laughing. I think we ended up being late to school anyway because we were just like, her and I would always play pretend on the way to school. Like we mm-hmm. would just be in this magical fairyland. And because no one was out at that time in the morning really so yeah. I was always uh, Wonder Woman and she was always She-Ra mm. and so we would just like play in the bushes on the school but we were late That's to school anyway cute. but anyway now as an adult looking back thinking like Jesus I definitely had a divine angel always watching over yeah. me yeah yeah I know I did because when I had my birth chart read my um chart when I did with Tanya Gabrielle mm. She said that. She asked me that. She's all, has it always felt like you just, like, kissed death but made it? And I was like, "Mm mm-hmm. She goes, well, you you have a guardian angel. It's in your birth chart that has always watched over you. And I was like, wow, yeah, I could see that. Probably so. Either because my soul knew that, you know, you're just, like, off the rails crazy and it will do daring things or because you wanted to experience those crazy things and have something there that will probably intervene probably that yeah like, but i think carrie good. asked you that too yeah she's like you've had a lot of near-death experiences and i was like what are you talking about because <laughs> you don't think they I are i don't think they're near death and she's like oh well i'm just seeing a lot of things almost resulting in death and i was like and i really thought about it yeah and i was like oh my god but ever since I was little, I've had this mindset where it didn't matter what happened, I wasn't going to die. Yeah, you're just like magical. It, yeah, it's just beyond. Yeah, it was is more just like a I'm going to fall. My, I'm not going to do stupid things, but also like the things that I do do aren't going to result in death. I didn't realize like people actually die from the silliest, not silliest, yeah. sorry, not silly at all. But like the most th- like the thousand ways to die. From oh my gosh, acupuncture, worse. Hey, that kind of stuff. We are an advocate for acupuncture. Oh, well, I still get acupuncture every That's time. I'm just saying. They rolled good. off the bed. Oh, so they did it to themselves. Well, unintentionally, yeah. Yeah, they were asleep. There, asleep. I, I know. That's crazy. It's a crazy thing to think about. When I was little, I didn't even think about myself dying. I never even thought that that was a possibility. Like my animals would die and I would be so sad and always try to resuscitate them even after they were dead. I know it really is. And so it's it reminds me of Isis. You know, she's like not taking death for an answer. So she resuscitates (laughs) her lover. (laughs) I'm looking for that. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's I don't know if it's metaphor or if it's real because, you know, the things that we're even now seeing in our reality that are happening it's like wow this this shit could have really happened yeah you know yep 
<laughs> yeah, so the magic of the feminine, I feel, is just so beautiful when you tap into it. When I started learning about manifesting, that was one of the, the things that really took my manifesting to the next level was tapping into my sacral and awakening that creative flow and understanding it, the, what it means to be a feminine, embodying that. You know when you're in your like goddess energy flow and you just feel so beautiful and you're just radiating, you're just so magnetic yeah. to all your good. To everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when you spend time in your mental body, that's when you get convoluted and crazy thoughts. Yeah. <clears throat> so I invite you to tap into your sacral and become more of your goddess energy. Because you do have an inner goddess. Everyone does. Mm -hmm. You know, there is, there is part of you. If, if you have, if there's certain deities that you love or that you relate to or that draw you in you have the same characteristics that you're drawn to yeah in them it's the same thing as when we look at other people and we criticize or we get upset about things they do it's because those are parts of ourselves that we don't like about ourselves and so yeah. it's being reflected and magnified in other people it, it's the same as with the good things you know that was when i was discovering my soul purpose that was one of the the um main teaching points that I received was well, who are the top five people that you admire who are yours <laughs> you can even do top three people you admire um, you can just anyone it could be it could be a saint <laughs> could be pop star could be um, a leader who do I admire that you're like oh I I love like I feel resonance with them I don't know. It's hard to say like physical people because I feel like I've humanized everyone to where it's like. Well, you could even choose no one's like non-physical people. Oh, I admire um, Mother Mary, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, Lakshmi. Yeah, segment really mm -hmm. is strong too. All of the Egyptian. It's like what what in Lakshmi do you do admire? <gasps> White butterfly. Uh, what in life do I admire? What do you love about her? Her creativity, her ability to receive and give at the same time, that flow. What about segment? What do you love about her? Her courage, her bravery, her power in pursuit. Mm -hmm. um, and then what do you love about Mother Mary? I feel like I'm being interviewed. No, I'm just <laughs> helping you to. Yeah. I'm, it's it's her going. Softness, it's leading somewhere. Her softness, <clears throat> her nurturing, her unconditional acceptance and understanding, um, like pure love, no matter what. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for those of you who are listening to this, just think of the top three to five beings or people that you absolutely love and admire, and what you love about them. Because those things that you love are all things you have. Oh. I see. You just reminded me of that one thing. There's like this quiz or something years ago. And it was like, name your top three animals and look up the top three characteristics of them. And like that's something you resemble mm -hmm. in the order of what you said yeah. they were. Yeah. Yes. And when you, when you allow yourself to connect to those parts of you and embody them 
and spend more time consciously expressing them, mm-hmm. you become your fullest goddess self because yeah. that's who you really are. Yeah. Even just watching you talk about them and and the things you love, you you changed. You know, yeah. your energy changed. You're you you're more like in the flow of those. Yeah. Because those are the truths of who you the are. Streams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Mm-hmm. And and identifying with those parts only. You know, so. I love Raziel. I love Edgar Casey. Yeah. I love Wayne Dyer. And you have attributes of all of those things. What do you love about Wayne yeah. Dyer? His intelligence and his care also. Like, he's just unconditionally accepting as well and, like, will hear people out without judgment. And, like, just loves them regardless and helps them through it. Uh, the understanding. Mm-hmm. Mm. Those are also all the things that we love about them are all things that we have and they're all things that we need. Yeah. So when we give those things to ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And allow ourselves to have those feelings for ourselves. Yeah. That's when we really fall in line with the reason that we came to this yeah, earth. Yeah. And then other people will treat you that way too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then it makes a better world when you're embodying those. And then your whole life just unfolds in such a beautiful, harmonious way yeah. that are all the vibrations of those things. Mm-hmm. So in relating that to your soul's purpose and what you're here to do, that's one of the most profound ways to be able to really pinpoint you know, what you came to this earth to express is by looking to those people that we and beings that we admire and that we love. Yeah, because that's those are all clues to ourselves and what we're here to do. Who do you admire? I love. Well, it's like Oprah. Yes. (laughs) Well, I love I love Oprah and that I love that she has been able to educate and inform mass amounts of people and change their lives. I love her work ethic and her hustle because she's just created something that most people will never have the tenacity and resilience and persistence to create. And it's not everybody's purpose, obviously. Not everybody wants to do that. But I, I definitely love that. I also love Wayne Dyer, like, so much. I know. You know I love how how compassionate and accepting and and forgiving of his self yeah. he is, too. Mm-hmm. And, like, his, his shortcomings in life and knowing that they're meant to learn and that he he really didn't understand that he had a purpose and he taught other people that too and that's how I was able to really yeah. embody my own so much I know you know he was just so kind and loving and you still feel I his know. presence even though he's not here it's so beautiful it's like if you didn't have a father that accepted you just turn to him because you'll feel with that masculine energy. and he was a father to oh yeah he, yeah like he, a lot of kids he had a lot of children yeah and, and he he felt like he was very fathering and nurturing to a lot of children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then I love Mother Teresa as well because she was just so giving and caring regardless of what she would get out of it. You yeah. Know? And then Nelson Mandela is another one that I absolutely love because yeah. he was just... So like because he started the Mandela effect. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> well, it didn't matter that he was wrongly accused and imprisoned he still held to who he was and his truth he didn't let them break him yeah and he prevailed and and turned his whole life around i mean that's like i know also it's like i love gandhi and Richard know, Branson. Really stops. you know like when you think about these things and yes the goddess is the one i most relate to is isis i love lakshmi also she's one of my favorites 
you know, I'm feeling into it. But even just hearing you flow into her attributes and what she is, it's like, yeah, connecting more to that flow and yeah. that presence of her and letting it that radiate through myself yeah, as it's well. It's not a force. It just genuinely is yeah, it's like is she's under frequency. the waterfall of it yeah she just is it and, mm-hmm. and that's one of the things i love about the goddesses so much is they just are embodied yeah. there's there's no question there's no swaying there's no second guessing it just is that mm-hmm. that radiates out and it never changes never changes it's always solid if anything grows stronger mm-hmm. that's how i felt when i saw my soul in ayahuasca it was like the most beautiful nature goddess I'd ever seen in my life. Like she was everything, all of life. She was all the beings. She was the water, the planet, God. Everything was in this feminine presence. And like you were just so awestruck you couldn't even speak. (laughs) You know, it like felt so out of touch. Mm. And I feel like each one of us has that too within ourselves, you know, when you can asked to see it it does show itself to you so that you can feel into it because every time i connect to it and just sit in it and feel it nothing in the world matters yeah so one thing i'm thankful for ayahuasca for well there's many things that made it worth it though was being able to connect to those things and see things from a different perspective and to feel that unconditional love and just be so only attuned to that and nothing else that's you can reference it forever yeah you know obviously the painful side of ayahuasca is is it destroys your identity whatever way you've been living it amplifies it to the max so that it's like so painful it has to die you know however without that we wouldn't be free you know Mm -hmm. really i was able to see why i was so scared mm -hmm. of like breaking the rule or like doing things and even think of what you and you were encoded with ancestrally and genetically, not to mention the things that my own mother experienced and her mother, but in my own life itself, all the trauma and, you know, over and over and over yeah. and over and over again. So it was like the PTSD was definitely there. So Yeah, and that's such a surreal feeling to have like PTSD or like hypersensitivity to things. And not know why, but know. then because you have it, you experience it. Yeah, and I know, yep. like even from a young age, it's just like. And now they, they there's have other things science. to give PTSD to. Yeah, that's showing why. Like then we didn't know they didn't have the science that they have now. So it yeah. was just like you think there's something wrong with you, or that you're doing something wrong. You just don't know what it is. You don't know why. You don't know why you feel that way. You just think that that's yeah. how everybody feels. Uh huh. And your identity is formed in such a way that it does feel like it's deserving of being punished or whatever. Lonely. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yes. And then when you are reading the research and the scientific studies that have been done on the chemical composition of the brain and the different genes, the fear genes that you inherit from a mom that had PTSD, and you didn't even have to experience any PTSD. I know. It's just so crazy, and it starts to make so much sense, and it's really helped me just detach from my identity, from all of those belief systems that I held before. You know, about karma and past life and being punished and, you know, who you think you are and all these things, and really just let it all go and be like, who is my soul? Because my soul is not this human life, Mm-mm. you know. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been it's been shifting for me over the last you know 
years, whatever it's been since I've been researching it, but the hard science has been coming out recently. So yeah, it's it's definitely great. I know. And then being, even being grateful for all those things, because without all of that, we wouldn't be where we are. Mm -hmm. You know, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be in this space being able to have this profound love with each other that we have, you know, being able to have that kinship and, and relationships like we just live it day in and day out so we don't really yeah. spend time thinking about it but yeah. if you really spend time thinking about that you know when we're, when you're doing your lives on tiktok and people are like you and your mom are mother daughter goals i know, and, you know like, all these yeah, things such a vibe it's like wow you know yeah, other like, mothers whoa. wish they could have this connection with their daughters and, yeah and even daughters wish they could have it yeah. with their mothers yes and so it really is just healing together. Like, I'll trade the father out any day for this. <laughs> just kidding. I'll try it. <laughs> no, no ritual was going to let that happen for me. Mm-mm. Yeah. I tried. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did. And yet, now it's like now, obviously, I know she's here. You know, I can feel her. Which is interesting because a lot of stuff this morning. Right, when you said that, I saw the roses Aww. on the card. A lot of stuff this morning that came up was about Grandma Jan. Dude, I don't like. Maybe we shouldn't talk about. I don't know if she's here anymore. I don't think so. I don't think she is because she either has made her transition or she's making. I think. I think she did like seven months ago or so. I don't think it's been that long. I don't know. I talked to her before. That was like almost two years ago. No, it wasn't. It was literally right outside of this house with Deegan was in the car. I know that. It wasn't. It wasn't that long ago. Okay. Okay. Anyway, I had. It's been like four months since you talked to Papa. So yeah, put that into perspective. Might have been a year. Because you're right. I had a dream of her trying to send me a letter, Mm -hmm. and it and it like to tell me. Remember, I dreamt of her that she passed, and I went to you the next morning, and I was like, "She's that was recently, like a week ago." That was not one week ago. That well, was I have no probably of time. I live yeah. in time, so we can wait, see wait, into our relationship she, a little she, more. Did Grandma Jan pass? You think that was like okay, maybe a month ago? It wasn't that mm-hmm. long ago? It's been a. While. I've asked probably three times. I don't know. Anyways, sprinkle through the month, and she's like, "No." I'm like, "Yeah," <laughs> because um. my grandfather, my grandpa, he. I say grandfather, but that's like my dad's, my grandmother and grandfather were my dad's side. My like, grandma and grandpa were my mom's side. So my grandpa wouldn't let my grandma answer the phone because she kept getting scammed. She'd fall like, for the scams. She scam would fall calls. for the scams. And she's such a giving person. She would just she like really is. give money. And plus, you know, it was like family members would call her for money and all these things. So yeah, and she'd be like, okay. I'd been trying to call her and before her answering machine would pick up so i could say grandma it's me call me back you know and then she'd call me back or whatever and you know like this time whenever the last few times i would call it just no answering machine no nothing and Strings. so i had i don't have any way to get a hold of them because they're old and like she doesn't even didn't even know how to work her email i send her flowers no. all the time yeah. i almost wanted to send flowers and ask, ask the DoorDash guy can you Make do sure a wellness that, check on my yeah, 90 plus yes. year old grandma yeah he's gonna be like whoa this uh, is not worth the 450 i just i i feel Sorry. like my grandpa would have like called me or something i don't know does he have your number yeah, yeah th- of course you'd think right but like that he's yeah, also older yeah well he's not as old as her he's 14 years younger than her so 
she she knows how she wants it that's all yeah she's so hilarious she she was like as i remember after my after my long-term relationship <laughs> after i ended the toxicity <laughs> after my long-term relationship i started dating someone that was he was six years younger than me and i remember everyone in my family was it six or nine no it wasn't nine it was six he well seven he was it was seven he was 24 i was 31 <clears throat> and um I mean, this dude already had a lot of life experience. So right now you think of a 24-year-old as like a 24-year-old, but he owned his own business. He had everything. He he had all the toys. He was like... he All the toys. He did. You just said to- the word toys, though. I mean, like, I mean, like <laughs> motocross stuff. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? He, like, was, he was... He, he was, was a, an adult. He wasn't like a child. <clears throat> and he still is like, I love him so much to this day. Me so. too. Honestly, I wish he would have come later down the line, but because he was the first one, I I'm was glad like, he came when he did because he he literally saved me. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying I would have appreciated him more because he was the best out of all of them. If I w- would have known the chaos, well, that you was also in had store. to go through your own experiences too to come to that understanding. All of us did because even I didn't really appreciate it at that point in time. It was like my first experience and I didn't have any intention of being in a long-term relationship with him. It's kind of the recurring theme. I just like wanted to get out of it. <laughs> that's, that's your theme. No, because when I met him, it was like already ending. And no, no, I'm, no, what? no, I'm saying like that's what you say about literally oh, every single person Because I still dated. feel like to this point, I'm I'm good where I'm at. You know, I love dating. I, I, I did do the Wonder <laughs> I'm Woman good where dance. I'm at. <laughs> I am I independent. I love I love interacting with different types of of men, and I think that was one of the things when you're in a relationship, you you have to be focused on one person only. And I spent my whole life being in relationships in that way. And I want I wanted to experience being free to be like, yeah, I want to. Like, experience I'm hot. What you're? No, let's go. No, I just wanted to experience no, different should, what? experience to find out what I really wanted. Your whole twenties was pretty much indoors. I was I like, I was in I chose relationships previously based off wounding, not based off what I actually wanted in a person. It was kind of like law of attraction, karmic cycles, whatever presented falling into it and at this point in time i was like i'm building my life and learning who i am as a woman and yeah i like i love the experiences of different feelings of different men and not having to commit to anyone yeah and i know i'm still healing these parts of myself as well because that commitment i i would always feel jailed you know like you know that one like that <laughs> about the mom <laughs> i was like it does feel nice and then like it's a tiktok meme yeah. going around i think it's like south park or something and it's like i'm going to bed and then like he goes to bed and then he like waits a few seconds and he's like <laughs> and then he cries that's how i felt <laughs> like, i love being free and open to like no commitment or whatever and i was like <laughs> and then that played in my head. Because <laughs> you're not. I'm in a limbo, let's be yeah. real. <laughs> I'm in a limbo. I'm, I'm stretching right yeah, now. I'm discovering. I'm in between I'm worlds. figuring it out. It's probably why the flamingo was your sign, because you're like in between. All right, let's. <laughs> Too <laughs> much for one day. I'm sweating in, my, in the backs of my kneecaps now, please. <laughs> That's so funny. Be careful what you ask for as your sign because it means more than Bro. you think it does. Right? I'm yeah. like, hmm, 
Show me a flamingo. Yeah. It's the love of my life, it's coming in. They're like, a flamingo bitch? Yeah. My last one was a, bu- you mean a butterfly. In be- like, butterfly is about transformation. Not the not metamorphosis. from flower to flower. It's not about staying with An one person. An independent journey is what exactly. that is. Exactly. It's I'm exactly like, so now what show it me is. a swan. Yeah. When the love of my life is coming. Or now, a dolphin. Within two weeks. Also, well, dolphins are hypersexual, so maybe not. Well, no, that actually penguin. fits you. A penguin. That fits you. Shut <laughs> <laughs> Penguin, mate for life. Uh, yeah, so that would be like the trappings is if I got intimate with someone, I don't know what would happen. It would just like set them off and they point. would just be crazy the signs. and want to. I know, right? <laughs> that just came oh to God me. Damn. <laughs> just Look, I'm literally sweating. You can see the condensation. <laughs> like it's too much for me. I feel like I'm processing a lot at rapid speeds and I'm suddenly awake. I was tired before. Yeah, it's like, whoa, it's transformation not, not and the adrenaline. <laughs> I'm like, by the way, a flamingo means in between worlds. It does. Um, stuck in one place wanting to move forward but and all you have to do is put your leg down to move into the other one (laughs) only it were that simple for them you could actually fly literally stuck you could fly if you want to but you won't (laughs) yeah yeah so yeah the switch would happen whenever I'd be intimate with someone and it would make them crazy and obsessive and possessive let's be real they were already like that before they just had a better way of hiding it but that was like turning a normal you know like how our old like lucy was like normal but then something would fucking set her off and she'd just be that was like how it was so i was afraid to be intimate with anyone so i had to heal that within my own self (laughs) (laughs) it is it is it really is yeah Mm -hmm. i discovered that one on dmt which i would not recommend doing dmt ever ayahuasca 100 percent yes dmt no uh, anyways, side note. So I'm enjoying myself and not feeling like I want to be intimate with anyone to the per- point where I'm intimate with myself because I actually enjoy it now and I have no more of that religious stigma. It's beautiful. <clears throat> I know. So I'm healing through myself yeah. for the right person yeah. who also is going to be balanced. And he can honor and appreciate and, it and, and maintain hold, his handle own it with reality. care. Mm hmm. Right? Mm hmm. So it's a journey. Journey of souls. Yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yes. It also has helped me. I've learned so much through my relationships about karmic and toxic cycles. Like so much about physiological addiction and and wounds needing to be healed. I knew there was a hair in my eyelash. I know. It flew away though. Yeah. Rose is like, are you guys done? Can you get my bottle for me? Please please? shut up. (laughs) I know. For real. Yeah, so this has been an enlightened conversation. It's really like, vibe. Which goddess do I feel like being today? Yeah. Myself. <laughs> My own inner goddess. Good question. <clears throat> Me. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right here. Her name is Randina. <clears throat> yeah. So tune into your inner goddess and who you're meant to be. And who you love, so you can embody more of those characteristics and those traits. And then manifest a totally new life, a new experience. You know, I realize that God sends certain people into your life at certain times. Or goddess, whatever you believe. (laughs) The divine. Sends people into your life at certain times to help you out of situations. So thank you to everyone who's been sent into my life, no matter what our experience has been. Because you have definitely helped me to evolve and become who I am and on a soul level. <laughs> I will always love all of you. That's the truth. Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah, thank you as well. Yeah. Venus <laughs> retrograde. And I'm like, I guess. <laughs> thank you for your service. All my moms, ex-partners, friends, whoever. And friends yours are different. too. They've helped you become. Of course, I was getting there. <laughs> I just had to start with the root first. (laughs) And thank you to my own partners for I have learned more than I would bargain for (laughs) through you. Yeah. And because of you. So thank you for for not honoring me so I could honor myself. Yes. I'm actually so proud of myself for being able to stand on my own two feet because most people are addicted to relationships. How could you not be? I think it's still it still records wow. during that time. Low power mode. Yeah, I know most people are because it's like you get lost in the sauce of the day in day out rather than like oh if I can this is going to continue for L if I don't for life if I don't stop it yeah exactly well also it's like a fear of you being single forever like you're not gonna find oh. anybody else. And that's not true. Mine was more like, damn, I'm afraid I'm going to just experience this again. And then it was like, well, why don't I just stay with the one who I, like, care to, like, you know what I mean? I don't want to go through it again. Well, you wouldn't have to if you healed and learned from those things. See, that's what I thought before this, too. That's true. And it happened. Change your vibration, you change your attraction. I know. <laughs> it's work and it's challenging work. Well, because you think you do, do it, it and then Well you are doing it. It's just that there's layers. It's like an onion, you know. So then it, it, with that with that though, will it ever end? Yeah. Like are you gonna be with someone? Do you maybe think, do the, you do you foresee in your future that it's always gonna be a toxic cycle or do you think that no. you're gonna be with someone harmonious? Yeah, I see someone harmonious. Yeah. Then I you're see, just going through even ayahuasca, clearing out the toxicity butterfly. to get to harmony. Yeah, when I was in ayahuasca throwing up, I literally next to myself saw myself pregnant. And she was, like, showing me glimpses of, like, mm-hmm. being in love. Yeah. I never saw his face, though. Yeah, that's what happened to me, too. I wasn't pregnant, but I did see someone, like... She was like, you never thought you'd be sick like this again, huh? Because on oh, ayahuasca. because yeah, you did get and sick I was like, pregnant. great. I'm going to be sick it's like It's for a different again. reason, though. I know. Still, though, it's like, you can think it of nothing else forever. except for that in the moment. There's things that you can, like natural things you can take for sure holistically to I'm sure she'll get there. curb that too. Mm-hmm. We maybe I wonder if you can go to hypnosis and have that reprogrammed because it's definitely genetic. I don't want to. Um, she was like giggling, smiling. Oh, though. she was happy. About she it. wasn't like. Ugh. She was like. Huh? I know that you know when it's like, the more challenging something is, when you get the reward of it, the more worth it it is. So you know, it could be that as well. Yeah. I'm like, my future baby daddy, come out of the hiding. He's probably waiting for you to align. Hopefully he's more focused on himself than hoping for our potential. Oh. No, I, I do hope he's hoping for me as well. I think that made me he, feel weird. He is. Made me feel a little weird. Why? I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to You're uncover not, that. Yeah. <laughs> root journal. Yeah. Root journal. <clears throat> what is the root of this? Yeah. Mm. You're on the path. You're on the journey. You clingy. Have a, you have that's a, what it is. You're you're just in perfect alignment. Oh, the clingy. See, that's the same thing I had too. That is genetic. If they're if they're searching for him, like you are no, not. No. What if they're not? What if they're confident. just like? I know. Well, yeah. Praying for I, someone like you. That's fine. And then you meet each other, and you know your soulmates. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah. 
Or I want them to catch them so off guard that they're like, whoa. Yeah. This is it. Mm -hmm. Scratch everything. I've already lived. Yeah, like they just know you when they see you. That's how it happens. It will happen. That's why you're going through this preparation. It's a preparatory period. Yeah, I know. I'm going to probably watch this back to you at that point and be like, As long as you don't cling out of desperation to the things that are trying to leave your life, you'll you'll be fine. It's just, you know, we got to heal those things. And this is yeah, why it's important to have out. healers that help you so that you can you can figure out your illusion. Otherwise, you're just the player in it. It's like, they, you know, Einstein says you can't solve a problem from the same level of mind that created it. That's why it's you got to have per. healers that help you that are versed with these kind of things. So yeah. you can move through it quicker, you know. You yeah. don't have to be stuck in it. Yeah, you know, and and everyone, no matter how enlightened or elevated you think you are, has healers. They need healers. Exactly. They, you know, the the top people have mentors and people that are doing hypnosis and neuro linguistic programming on them. I mean, look at Tony Robbins. He charges like a million dollars an hour, and he even himself has a team of mentors that he yeah. works with that are versed in different areas of life that he wants yeah. to become a master in. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, it never stops. It, it doesn't, and you know, you want to become your highest and best self you know we're we're all in this together so there's people that can help you so reach out i think when you stop focusing so much on one area that's when it yeah. can flow exactly and like you're focused somewhere else that's why it's like it comes when you least expect it quote yeah. unquote it's because like you're focused on something else yeah mm-hmm. you're not trying to like make it happen yeah yeah exactly that's why i love healing sessions so much you know whether it's acupuncture or divine effect or nlp or whatever you know reiki you're in a state of receiving. You're like yeah, just opening there. and receiving and just letting it flow. And it's just so amazing because magical things happen after you have healing sessions. Not yeah. to mention the conscious connections that you make to your fucking shit and your reality. But what actually physically happens to you in terms of your manifesting good things into your life. It's really cool, you know. It is. Yeah. It is. Well, Rosie is done with this conversation, and we got to get her ball because she shoved it under the table that she can't reach. So, like I said earlier, yeah, to grab it for her. Yeah. So, thank you all for being here. I loved this conversation. Love you. The free flowing ones are always the best. Mm -hmm. And I hope you spend time thinking about the goddesses and deities and angels you love and what you love about them, and realize you have that within yourself, and begin to speak that life into you so that you can live that dominantly because you are a beautiful soul and you did come here for a reason true yep so we love you so much and we hope you have a beautiful week and we will chat with you again next week bye everyone Bye.